unrestricted in today's message pastor ministers to break off something that holds you back from going beyond a certain limit to break off all restrictions and for the plan of god to prevail in our lives this message teaches to correct the foundations for curses to be broken off and to walk out through the blood of jesus christ Tonight I have a mandate from the Lord to just pray for one area of your life. And that is the Holy Spirit impressed upon my heart to pray to break limits. Breaking limits. Can you say that with me? Breaking limitations. Breaking limitations. Whether it be spiritual whether it be the limitation of a prayerless life the limitation of finances you know poverty can be very limiting it can limit your life it can be academic backwardness sickness can be a limitation as a matter of fact last week you know i lost my voice the doctor advised and said Take rest for your voice. That was pretty limiting. There are many people who are gifted, who are talented, but they are limited. There has been no expression for their gift or their talent. And that is why in the scriptures you will find a scripture in Luke 18:1 which says men always ought to pray and not faint. Don't get tired of praying. Men always ought to pray Luke 18 verse 1. Men always ought to pray and not faint. And he spake a parable unto them. And that's what Jesus said. Yes. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men always ought to pray and not faint this is the month of prayer for us amen we pray every day normally but something more than normal is needed to break up limitations in your life it can be an intellectual limitation it can be a limitation in your workplace it can be a business limitation it can be a limitation in ministry it can be a limitation to the potential that god has placed in you whatever something that is holding you back are you with me something that limits you something that's holding you back you know you have the potential you know there is more in you than what people around you can see but something is crippling you something is limiting you something is arresting your progress tonight yeshu in the name of the in the name that is above every other name in the name of jesus let that be broken off from your life tonight amen one king chapter 2 that is the foundational word tonight one king chapter 2 verses 36 to 38 one king chapter 2 verses 36 to 38 yes Read on. 1 Kings 2, 36 to 38. If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles wherever you are. 
And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem and dwell there and go not forth thence any whither. For it shall be that on the day thou goest out and pa passeth over the brook Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thine own head. And Shimei said unto the king, The saying is good, as my lord the king hath said, so will thy servant do. And Shimei dwelt in Jerusalem many days. Yes, 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 36. And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem and dwell there and do not go forth from there. I mean, limited. Don't leave that place. If you step out of that place, you die. Be a local champion. Celebrate your life in a little way. Build a house. Okay, do something. Build a house. After all, you're born again. Build a house. <laughs> After all, okay, you finished your studies. Okay, start a career. But stay limited. Don't go beyond a certain limit. There are levels that we experience in our lives. But there are times that you know that there is a certain level in your spiritual life, in your economic life, in your family life, in your marital life, in your, you know, whatever. You find that you are limited. You've not gone beyond a certain level. Even though you passed out with high marks and you were the talk of the town or the talk of your family and you came out well but somewhere something has limited you tonight in the name of Jesus that is breaking off from your life you know you don't I mean you can have food and clothing and still suffer and still be restricted you know, we have these different meanings or understanding of suffering, but one of the biggest sufferings that you can go through, which might not even be able to be articulated out, might be properly by to people around you, might be, you know you have potential, but you're dying because there's no expression for that. You have a dream inside of you, but that is not manifesting. You've got a great idea. But that is dying. And many a time it is a satanic limitations. But tonight, if you are willing to take this month in prayer and say, Lord, I need you to intervene. I need you to step in and break off limitations from my life. Let me tell you, God has sent his word. There is an anointing on that word that is going to set you free. In the name of Jesus Christ, the limitations are going to break off from your life. Amen. Here, Solomon is saying, go build a house. I mean, buy, buy the car. Okay, start the business. But stay within this area. Don't step out of that. You will die. I remember a time, you know, when I couldn't literally physically step out. Because there was something spiritual that was just 
And finally my mentor told me, son, pray in the spirit. God has given you authority over the city because he placed you as a minister in the city. You pray in the spirit and take that car and keep driving out to the boundaries of the city. So I literally would step out in the night praying in the Holy Ghost and go, go through, drive through. Till I felt that boom, something happening in the spiritual realm being broken off. I want you to say that with your mouth. I will cross my limitation. I will cross my limitation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Build a house. Buy that car. Start that business. Get married. But be limited after that. That is what literally Solomon is saying to Shimei. But what next? See, anything that you have done so far is no more an achievement. Do you know that? <laughs> it is no, no longer even a potential. Whatever you have done so far, however beautiful it is, God has done through you. It's no longer a potential. It's already, but there is more. Potential is what you have that you have not brought out. If you have done something so far, that's it. Pat yourself on the back and say, okay, well done. Thank you, Jesus. But say, Holy Spirit, reveal to me what your place inside of me. I want to go further. You got that first class. What next? Exodus, look at a couple of scriptures very fast. God wants you to, you know, break off limits. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. The book of Exodus. And the children of Israel were fruitful. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied. And waxed exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them. Don't be limited children of Israel. Look at Deuteronomy 6 verse 3. Deuteronomy the 6th chapter verses 3 Hear therefore O Israel and observe to do that you that it may be well with thee and that you may increase mightily yes the Lord God of thy fathers has promised thee see God wants you to increase mightily open your mouth and say God my father wants me to increase mightily Look at Psalm 71 verse 21. Look at Psalm 71 verse 21. You can read that. Psalm 71 verse 21. Thou shall increase my greatness. Thou shall increase. Increase your greatness. Thou shall Lord increase my greatness. And comfort me on every and side. And comfort me on every side. Look at Job chapter 8 verse 7. We know that scripture. Though thy beginning be small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. Though your beginning has been small, yes. your latter end shall greatly increase. increase. Look at Zechariah chapter 10 verse 8. It's still in the Old Testament. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 8. Let's look at it scripturally. Zechariah 10 verse 8. Yes. I will hiss for them mm. and gather them. Yes. For I have redeemed them and they shall increase as they have increased. 
Yeah, I've redeemed them, and they will increase as they have. Increase <coughs> as they have increased. Can I have some more feedback on this? I don't want to strain my voice. They will. I want them to increase. See, God wants you to increase. Look at Acts chapter nine, verse twenty-two in the New Testament. The difference between the rest of the disciples of Jesus and Paul was this: Paul, before he became Paul, was called Saul. And Acts nine twenty-two says, "But Saul increased the more in strength." See, Saul increased the more in strength on a daily basis. He just kept increasing. There was nothing that could limit him. Let that be your portion from thus forward. From thus forth, let that be your portion. May you never take a backward step. Let the altar of backwardness in your life be broken. May you grow in strength. Hallelujah. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Sometimes you got to put pressure on your mind as a believer to develop and to grow and to increase. Sometimes we're just happy where we are as a believer. I mean, just don't put pressure on our minds. We're looking for excuses to be constrained. And even put a little of spirituality into it. But you got to put pressure on your mind from the word. And that is what prayer does. Read the word. That's why I'm giving you the scripture. Take it and put pressure on your mind. You have to put pressure on an idea that God has given you for it to develop. Even as a believer. I heard a man of God say that to end up as a failure or defeat is an error for a child of God. To end up on the same spot where you began your career or your life or your spirituality is a shame. What does it mean to be limited or restricted? It means to stagnate, prevented, restricted, insufficient, lean and slender, inadequate, sketchy, minimal, minuscule, micro. That's what it means. To be limited means you're stagnating. Some of you are prevented. Something is preventing you. Something is restricting you. Even as a believer. Or maybe in these times, a word literally to understand would be quarantined. <laughs> Barricaded. Quarantined. Shimai had servants. He built a house. He was blessed. But don't go beyond. Open your mouth and say, by the grace of God, in the name of Jesus, I will go beyond every limitation that the enemy has placed for the glory of God. Amen. You will notice that. if You don't need to have the mind of a rocket scientist. You know, I mean, if you want to do anything in life, there will be people in your own family who will try to pull you down. Everybody will want you to be blessed, not beyond them. You know what I mean? Okay, you, you should have a car. But it has to be a Maruti, huh? 
because they are driving something just above maruti and they don't want you to have something above that but you should have we are praying for you fasting for you but that's it and all hell will break close you by your bends <laughs> oh you want to build a house first thing the people are how much square feet <laughs> i mean your square feet has to be below my square feet <laughs> don't make a bigger house than me you have a job great man wow you got a job how much do they pay you <laughs> how much do they pay you and sometimes you have to realize we have no battle against flesh and blood but the moment you recognize a spirit behind it you have to say i have to pray and i have to say lord i have to have my breakthrough i have to win over this in the name of jesus you married that's great but don't have a great marriage huh? yeah see you know in psalms 23 the scripture we know that scripture it says there the david is saying he will make a table for me in the presence of my enemies he anoints my that's how it starts he anoints my head with oil and my overflows he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies he anoints my head with oil yeah he anoints my head with oil he makes makes a table for me in the presence of my enemies what you look at 116 1 samuel 16 verse 13 david was anointed in the midst of his brethren But in Psalm 23 he say you anoint my head and prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies can you imagine that so all those little rascals who were the brothers who were standing there <laughs> did not want David to increase and flourish tonight let restrictions placed on you knowingly or unknowingly by even people in the family be broken off that you come to the fullness of the potential that god has placed inside of you and let the plans and the will of god prevail over your life in the name of jesus whoa lift your hands and praise the name of the lord lift your hands and praise the name of jesus Radala shahanda prabana rakala shamsu praveli rimanto rostekela ramento chala yoks in the ratri yeshu binda namathil sagarnu marade yeshu binda namathil chala asuyada bandhanam alinju marade jutabala ba chala kettugal jutama kudumbathinte agathu kettirikkunnathu yeshu binda namathil aliyathe palpradanam jiga prabali gadagam Kelsomori Prebesham Zili Prabhanam Rekeri Samari Dolos Pekela Jiga Pradalosha Stadi Gadagam Kelsimara Bausha Stadi Gadagam Thank you Lord Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord We can you take a song before I can you with the message Thank the Lord for how much he's brought you thus far Don't my life you have been faithful 
siblings, by your own dear and near ones, by your dream, your desires, your potential has not been valued or allowed to grow and there is a lot of hurt. Tonight the Lord's healing oil is flowing through. Forgive everyone who's hurt you. God says, I will make a way for you where there seems to know, where there seems to be no way. There's an anointing for you in the midst of your enemies. 
enemies of the plans of God over your life whether it be in families whether it be in your workplace whether it be wherever you are placed in your neighborhood allow the Holy Spirit to heal you he is good to you the Lord says my goodness shall be over you Amen. You got to not only put pressure on your mind, but put pressure on your spiritual man through worship and prayer to get a revelation from the word of your potential of the plans and purpose of God. Why God designed you, what God has brought you forth for. Put pressure, that is prayer. Lord, why? Seeking the Lord in prayer. Sometimes with fasting, worshiping Him. Lord, I want to see this broken off. There comes in prayer a level of intimacy with the Holy Spirit where certain things begin to come forth from the womb of the Holy Spirit. He he births things out of you. Births things out of you. And I sense that during this month of November, Certain things, you've been going to have an intimacy with the Holy Spirit where certain things are going to be birthed out from God Himself into you. So let's come back to that scripture. Second, you know, who is this Shimai? In 2 Samuel chapter 16, you will find in the scriptures, in the 15th chapter of 2nd Samuel 15, Absalom, David's son, comes against David. Wants to kill David. And in the 16th chapter, 2nd Samuel 16, verses 5 to 12. You can read that later, the whole chapter, but look at the 5th verse. 5th verse, 2nd Samuel 16, 5. And he said, Peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. 2 Samuel 16, 5 And when King David came to Bahurim Behold, there came out of a man of the family of the house of Saul Whose name was Shimei, the son of Jerah He came forth and cursed still as he came And he cast stones at David And at all the servants of the King David 
and all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand on his left and thus says Shimei when he cursed come out come out the bloody man the man of Belial and the Lord has returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul it goes on you can read that through that chapter later a city called the city of Bahurim then comes Shimei from the family of Saul not the sons of Saul from this family this is a family problem he was upset that Saul was no longer king. He was upset. See, David is already running away from his son Absalom. David ran away not because he was afraid of Absalom. But Absalom was his son. He didn't want to kill him. David never ran from a battle. All the battles David fought, he won. He was not afraid of Absalom. But he just did not want to kill or bring a curse upon that man. He just ran, walked away. I've had to do that many a time. <laughs> when sons and daughters, just, not because you're, you're afraid, no. <laughs> but no, no, no. And this man Shimai meets him and is cursing him. And there are David's mighty men with David. And they says, Let's let, let, let us go and just finish him off. And there is something which David says, which made me cry actually. The 12th verse actually says that in 2 Samuel 16, David says, If my own son was planning to kill me, why should I be bothered about this man, Shimei, a stranger? See, it comes out of deep pain. The very one whom I birthed is trying to kill me. And so, leave him alone, just leave him alone, just leave him alone. Just leave me alone. Look at the 12th verse. There's something interesting there. 2 Samuel 16, 12. It may be. The, uh, the, the 11th and the 12th verse. Yeah. Uh, the 12th verse you can read right now. The 11th verse is what I said before. It may be that the Lord will look on my affliction and that the Lord will requit me good for his cursing this day. <laughs> Even if you're guilty, God, David is saying a spiritual truth. Just because this guy cursed, you know, God is going to remove my iniquity just because this guy cursed. See, God hates conspiracies and gang-ups. I've understood one thing from the Bible. One thing from the scriptures, God hates that. Because God created the angels and Lucifer conspired and ganged up with one by third of the angels to come against. Can you imagine that? I'm wondering what the rest of the one by third of the angels would have understood when Lucifer came and said, let's rebel against God. Let's go against his throne. Let's do this. I mean, the rest of the angels, what, how would he have stirred them up? 
Satan. For one by third of them to leave the congregation in heaven. The church. <laughs> Let's just leave this congregation. See, people can talk. But sometimes it goes past talk. When Shammai, you know, Saul tried to kill him, he didn't have a problem. Philistines tried to kill him, he fought them back. But this brought a curse upon this man, Shammai. Restricted him, limited him. You know why? Because David was already hurting from 2 Samuel 15 of his son having come against him. He is already bleeding inside, wounded and going heartbroken. And Shema is saying, you're cursed. It's like adding salt to your injury. <laughs> you're already injured. Are you with me? I mean, there are times when certain things have more significance in the spiritual realm. I've recognized that in my spiritual life. This is the Shemai who cursed him, added salt to the wound. So when David became old, you know, David had told his mighty men, don't touch him. But when David became old, David said to Solomon, his son, 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 8. Very interesting. Stay with me in the scripture because your breakthrough is very, very important. 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 8. You need to study the scriptures and go through. 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 8. And behold, thou hast with thee Shemai, the son of Gera, a Benjamite of Bahurim, which cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Mahanaim. But he came down to meet me at Jordan, and I swear to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put thee to death with a sword. See, when, when David was cursed, David said, I won't kill you. I won't kill you. But he's saying to Solomon, the ninth verse, read on. Now therefore, hold him not guiltless, for thou art a wise man, and knowest what thou oughtest to do unto See, him. I don't need to tell you. I told him I won't kill him, but you can kill him if you want. <laughs> That's what he's saying to Solomon. <laughs> okay. But his whole head bring thou down to the grave with blood. Yeah, see. And so Solomon being wise, Solomon realized one thing from the scripture, spiritual truth. You build a home, but there's a limitation placed around you. You can't go outside of Jerusalem. The moment you do that, you will die. Because Solomon knows this guy is very ambitious. He wants to take over the whole thing. He wants to go. Solomon knows that. And Solomon knows when he does that, he's not guiltless because I warned him, I can finish him off. See, I like that word. This guy was from a place called Bahurim, Shimai. When David was going through that town of Bahurim, that means a town of young people. Strong, sleek, Young people. Young people, you know, especially tonight, it's 
International Men's Day, you know, so even young men, let me tell you something. Young men have this attitude, I'm just not young men, even these times, young women too. Do what I like. I do what I want. I do what I like. Who are you to ask me? I am young. Why can't I do what I want to do? Why can't I live life the way I want? All my friends are doing this. Why can't I do it? I like that. I want that. Shimei, when he cursed David, was young. Young man, look at this. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 9. We got something for the young men and women tonight. 11, verse 9. Rejoice. Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in thy days of thy youth. And walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes, but know that God will bring you into judgment. I mean, young man, okay, do whatever you want to sleep around, sleep. You want to speak bad about somebody, curse somebody, hit somebody, do it. But remember this do whatever you want to do. But God will, God will bring you to judgment. There is a generation that nobody can advise them, nobody can correct them, nobody can. Nah. I realize everybody who comes to church does not want to be pastor, does not want a pastor. They just want a church. Are you with me? Somewhere to get married. Just fulfill us under obligation and then go on. Job 36 verse 14. Job 36 verse 14. They die in youth. They die in youth and, and their life is among the unclean. They are in sin, one version says. And they die prematurely. Psalm 119. Ninth was, how can a young man keep his life? I treasure your word in my heart, O Lord, that I might not sin against thee. Job 29 verse 4. Job 29 verse 4. As I was in the days of my youth. As I was in the days of my youth. When the secret of God. Wow, that's how a young man should be. When the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. I stepped out for God when I was 20. When the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, where I had intimacy with God, I fellowship with God. I had the anointing flowing through my life. The devils would hear me when I stood in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I was in the days of my youth. There is a revival coming for the young men and young women. 
where the secret of God, where God can speak to you. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 27. I needed to read that from the Good News Translation, the Message Bible and the Amplified Bible. Look at that. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 27. And it is best to learn this patience in our youth. It is best to learn this patience in one's youth. Read on. Next version. It is good for a man. It's good for a man. That he should bear the yoke of divine disciplinary. It is good for a man to bear the yoke of divine discipline. Yeah. In your youth. In his youth. Another version. Amplified. It is a good thing. It's a good thing. When you are young. When you are young. To stick it out through the hard times. To stick it out through the hard times. It's a good thing. That's a good news translation. No, the Amplified Bible. Yes. It's a good thing. When tough times, you don't have to stick it through. Are you with me? What Shemai did in his youth, limited him in his old age. Blessed be the name of Jesus tonight. Amen. What Shemai did in his youth of cursing, a man like David, who was anointed of God, affected him, limited him from fulfilling his potential and moving into his destiny in his old age. So when you are young, fear God, honor servants of God, love the Lord with all your heart, have the secret of God in your life. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example in your faith, in your holiness, in purity of life. Learn to develop yourself when you are young. Don't just go to college or school or work, but learn something. You know, we used to go to school and just mug up. We never learned. We mugged up. Learn. Learn to iron your own clothes. Learn to cook. Learn to fix your hair. Learn to sweep and clean. Don't just sit through the night browsing on the net on what is not even looking for you. Searching out those things. Don't have a wasted youth. Don't become a useless person later on in life. You know, sometimes you ask people and say, Pastor, I got a new phone. You know, I, I wanted a new phone. I wanted a new phone. Oh, I did this, you know. Okay. It's good. There's nothing wrong with a new phone. How much did you pay for it? Okay. Oh, this is the latest. You know, I paid about a lakh and a half. Yeah, I got a new phone. I, I, you know, I pressured my father, my mother. I needed a new phone and I got this latest. What do you say for that? Whatever. See, do you know that you can buy a land in Kerala for 3,000 rupees? And you spent a lakh and a half for a phone to browse through. Have a phone that is smaller 
but learn to invest learn don't waste your life shimai in your youth in the city don't despise the holy things of god or move of the holy spirit innu ratri cherpakarane mele or abhishekam varugeyunnara rudhalava when they, when paul wrote to timothy saying let no one despise your youth timothy was 40 years old above 40 so you are still youth if you are above 40 blessed be the name of the lord glory unto the name of jesus christ don't waste your youth lift your hand and say lord my life belongs to you my life belongs to you sometimes people go to buy branded stuff there's nothing wrong with that please but what i am saying is is that if all the money that you have in your personal account you're using it to buy your watch or a phone there is something wrong with you <laughs> it means you have not prioritized your life the foundation of life affects your future youth is your foundation are you with me you know sometimes people say let me tell you something here hopefully over the coming weeks i'll be able to teach you more into depth but i have realized one thing see satan is a good record creep uh, record keeper in genesis 49 you know it it speaks about ruben and levi were cursed by their father verses 5 and 6 were cursed by their father Le- you know Simeon and Levi were cursed in the 5th and 6th verse so the foundation of that life was a curse and what was that curse just 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 uh, you know tonight we know, we want to see that broken off from somebody's life genesis 49 5 and 6 please read on 5 to 7 Simeon and Levi are ah. brethren yeah instruments of cruelty oh. are in their habitations o my soul come not thou into their secret unto their assembly mine honor be not thou united for in their anger they slew a man and in their self will they dig down a wall yes and the seventh verse cursed be their anger for it cursed was- be their anger for it was fierce and their wrath for it was cruel how i i will divide them in jacob and scatter them in israel one version says they will not have anything in israel no inheritance in israel it's to levi and guess what it always amazed me because of their anger their sister was raped they you know got all the sons together of that man who did it the cousins nephews all the male together said we're going to throw a party and get you married to a sister through a party and then cut them all off kill them in their anger and that is why the curse came and this is the curse you shall not even have a land or possession in israel and i have always wondered moses he was the gentlest of all men until it struck me today moses was of the tribe of levi 
Exodus 2 verse 1 says, 1 and 2 says, from the tribe of Levi, a man took a woman who was also from the tribe of Levi. And the curse is still there. So Moses, you are walking with God, but there is a curse also following you through because the foundations have been wrong. You can see the promised land, but you can't have an inch of that land because of your anger. See the old flare up anger came up even in Moses because it was a generational thing. Tonight, let the word of God set you free. Don't just say, Jesus took my curse, I'm free from a curse. But yes, definitely took the curse. You are free if you identify the root, correct your foundation, and then you will find the deliverance of the Lord coming over your life. You can find all through scriptures. 1 Samuel 15 verses 19, 20. Saul did not kill King Agag. God told him to kill. He didn't kill. 1 Samuel 9, 1. Saul was of the tribe of Kish. Or his father was Kish. Not the tribe of Kish, but his father was Kish. 100 years later, the book of Hester, the second chapter, verse 5. Mordecai, a godly man from Kish. Haman, who wants to kill him? From Agag. See, a generational pattern followed through after 100 years. Because nobody stood in the gap and dealt with that. Tonight, you and me have an option. There are things that limit you because the foundations are wrong. No matter how much you fast and pray, unless you correct the foundation, that curse cannot be broken off. In the Ratri Manasaya, Parishuttatma Virimba, before when Georgie spoke the word, he said, he will make you sensitive to what God is saying about your situation. What is limiting you? Where is this curse? What does it come through? Where is it in my bloodline? Identify it. If you have to repent, repent of it. If you have to cancel it, cancel it. And then put that foundation right. And then the blood of Jesus will speak for you. That curse will be broken off. And you can step into your blessing and come out from that restriction, from that limitation and enjoy the fulfillment of every potential that God has placed upon you. Now, you don't believe in foundations. Let me tell you one thing. You go to a doctor and you say, you have diabetes. They'll say, anybody in the family has that? They believe that. You don't have a problem with that. Anybody in the family has heart disease? Sometimes people don't want to hear it. They want to ignore this truth. So what happens is it complicates their life. One of the versions, my spiritual father used to tell me when he used to go, when, when, you know, taking me to pray in different homes with him about familiar spirits. Familiar spirit is anything that is, you know, the spirits don't die. You know that spirits don't die. So familiar spirit is anything that knows your family pretty well. <laughs> It's very familiar with your great-grandfather. All through the family line, it knows what can tick you off. This attitude, stubbornness, pride, laziness, whatever.
Tonight say in the name of Jesus. I'm going to walk out of it by the blood of Jesus. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen. Will I close with this because we have, uh, we'll go through different aspects of this in the weeks to come. God willing. But tonight this is the mandate the Holy Spirit put upon me to break off limitations and you have to identify that. What is restricting? What is limiting? A marital future. A divorce in the family. This becomes easier for the next one to do it. Identify it. The second one of being limited is personal involvement. That is what happened to Shema here. Personally, he did something. There is nothing you do in life that has no that has no uh, what do you, how do you recapacitation? How do you pronounce it? I say that recapacitation. Yeah, you understood that. You heard that. Say it loudly. Recapacitation. Okay. I didn't, I didn't clean my tongue today. It's not bending. <laughs> this man, Shemai, took stones and threw him. And he's even quoting scriptures. Look at that, 2 Samuel 16, verses 6 and to 12. He threw stones, he's cursing David and he's quoting scriptures. There are people who are under a curse who don't realize what they're doing and they'll even be religious and quote scriptures. Look at him, what is he? Sixth verse onwards. And thus said Shemai when huh. he cursed Come out, come out, thou bloody man, mm. and thou man of Belial. Mm. See, you are a, see I, we know you, you are a man of the devil. <laughs> yeah, read on. The Lord has returned upon thee. See, the, using the Lord's name, the Lord has returned upon thee. The blood of all the house of soul. Yeah, even the house of soul, everybody that died, everything is on you. You are responsible, man. Everything is on you. See, how religious. How spiritual, cursing and at the same time throwing stones and quoting scriptures. There are many who will do that. <laughs> John 16 verse 2, the New Testament, Jesus warned about that actually. You know, but you need to read it from the Good News Translation, the Message Bible and the TPT version. That's very interesting. John 16 verse 2. You will be expelled from the synagogues. Jesus is saying you will be expelled from the synagogues. And the time will come. And the time will come. When those who kill you. When the, when the people who kill you. Will think that by doing this they are serving God. The people who kill you will think they are serving God. The next worship. They are going to throw you out of the meeting places. Mm -hmm. They will even come a time when anyone who kills you will think he's doing God a favor. Anybody who kills you will think they're even doing God a favor. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Read on. The next one. For you will be excommunicated. For you will be excommunicated. From the synagogues. Mm -hmm. And a time is coming when you will be put to death 
by misguided ones you will be put to death by misguided ones who will presume to who, be doing god a great service ah who will presume that they are doing god a great service by putting you to death by putting you to death you know people usually fight even church and men of god with quality scriptures Everything you do is a seed for your future. Shima, you did that in your youth? See, so it is important instead of throwing stones, you need to learn to scatter good wherever you go when you're young. Shima just did not come against david you know david's men felt the pain of david that happens no in in a company when you sack somebody his whole family is affected because he lost his salary okay there are there is blessings that come in people's life because of the good that you do sometimes more than you praying and fasting just being nice there can be testimonies that will come out in your life i was hearing a preacher who said that you know uh, i mean a testimony where the, this man of god used to help somebody this man met him in the somewhere on the road and said you know i have no money to finish studies i have nothing to do and he helped out and said this is my address you call whenever you have a need i'll help you and was helping out this man later on this man uh, the guy whom you know he was helping out finished his studies and uh, didn't get a job so ended up with a bad friend said a bad friend so was not a believer and one day they received a quotation to kill a person and guess who the person was the guy who they were helping out this guy was helping out so this guy came with his team and only when he came and saw oh this guy has been doing me good all through and he actually protected him from his team see just by scattering good instead of stones that will come up in your future if you don't reap the good that you sow your children will god will never forget any kindness that you do anything that you do for his kingdom god will never forget it blessed be the name of jesus lift your hands and say lord let my limitations be removed in your name anything that is limiting me that has come through my family line father i ask you in the name of jesus to show me tell me to identify it help me to uh, lord hallelujah come out of that father i ask you in the name of jesus that has come through my personal involvement lord i am willing to correct i ask you forgiveness for that cleanse me with your precious blood 
Break off every limitation in my life, in my family, in my finances, in my ministry, in my future. Come on, church. This is the time for you to pray.